Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Angston. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, and in studio, as always, the Admiral of the Advantage, Randy Angston. What's up, buddy? Hey, guy. Still raining. Still raining. Another day, another uh, drop. For those of you listening, it has not been raining for an entire week. They said on the news, it was like normally like five inches for the year, and we're like at two and a half or three, so we're like- Making up for it right now? Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, like we talked about last time, me getting to and from here is is an interesting thing. The mountains, once the sun hits, like next week, those mountains will be all green. Green, yeah. yeah. All all fuzzy. My daughter likes to say, fuzzy fuzzy mountains. (laughs) That's cute. So here we are. It is November, and we are talking about a couple cool things. But before we do that, let's throw the URL. URL out there. It's a tongue twister. If you want to jump on a call, if you like anything, or if you're interested in anything that we have to say on the podcast, two things. You can book a call with Randy at pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call. And then just share this with a friend in the industry, another yeah. gym owner, trainer, anybody that you find. If you find value in this, would love a little share, a little rating, a little share review. Yeah, that'd mean a lot. Obviously, we don't, we're not paying for sponsors and we're doing this just to give away some value. So the more you guys can help, the more we can uh, provide. Maybe, maybe we should do some sponsors. I mean, I'm not against it. It just never, I want to just do this. I agree. <laughs> I really thought about it. So if anybody. Hey, so if you want to sponsor <laughs> us, if you're a whiskey company, reach out. That's what I'm looking for. Dude, seriously, though. Who we do we can know? do it. Al. Al. Okay. Al's the guy. Al's the guy. So now, All right. Now officially sponsored by a whiskey company. <laughs> Royal Rain. Royal Rain whiskey. All right. So. I asked in the Iron Circle group this morning, I said, hey guys, we're deep into the year here. What are some things that you guys want to hear about topic-wise? And we got a ton of stuff, so Mm -hmm. we got some great topics to talk about. This one hit home because this is happening all over the place. This is probably every single month of the year you're getting challenged with this one thing, and that is when is the right time to bring in a new service or product into your facility? Yeah. I want to get deep into that because as a gym owner, you've constantly been bombarded with equipment companies coming in, trying to sell you something. You go to industry shows, there's all these new and great things. You got independent trainers walking in your gym trying to sell you into their class or service, multi-level marketing, nutrition, mm-hmm. quote unquote experts. Some, some, of <laughs> experts. Them, some of them, your own clients trying to sell you into their yeah. supplement plan, their meal plans. And you've got to make decisions. And one of the things that we always talk about when you make decisions for the business is to kind of go back to the core values of your business as the compass of how you decide things on a day-to-day basis. But for this particular thing, I've got a lens that has four specific questions that I ask every single time that I'm presented with something. Before giving it a a thumbs up. Yeah, a go. All right. So let's get into those four questions. And I would probably tell every gym owner that's on this to just steal these because these are the same things that I use and you could do the same thing. So these are the four questions. Number one, when somebody presents something to us, a new piece of equipment, a new class, a new thing, do I believe in this? Does this align with my beliefs as a trainer, as a coach, as a fitness professional? Because you know, 
And I know there's a lot of garbage out there. Oh, yeah. And I mean, all over the place. When you put your core values and you put your, your flag in the ground, this is who you are and what you're known for. And you start bringing in all these oddball things. What are what do you become? You exactly. become nothing is yeah. what it is. Yeah. And so if you don't believe in what it is that they're trying to present to you, then the answer is no. Or, and let's take it one, just real quickly on that. If you don't know who you are and what your beliefs are, start there. Start there. Good Core point. values in, in general. Make sure that those are in place, obviously, so that you have a bearing of measurement yeah. when something presents itself. That's what we talk about in week two of our coaching mm -hmm. program. Yeah. Core values and brand promise. Exactly. Mm -hmm. What's your foundation of what you believe in? Okay. So if you don't believe in that, if you don't believe in the thing, the multi-level thing, the Zumba class, the thing. Oh, I mean, we've seen some interesting products even. Yeah. I mean, all sorts of stuff. We Somebody tried selling us, well, he was trying to get us to sell for him. What was it? Uh, and it was a new, essentially a foam roller slash active recovery thing. thing. And uh, yeah, well, he wanted Profit to be the marketing company for oh, it. That's nice. And so I told him one, he'd have to prove it to the facility first. Mm -hmm. before we would even consider. Yeah, but this isn't an open door kind of facility where you can just bring Correct. in anything. Yeah. We're not at testing grounds for yep. stupid things. So not to say that was stupid. I never even saw that one. But yeah, we get presented with, so if you don't believe in the thing, mm -hmm. the answer is no. Yeah, right off the bat. That's question one. Question two, will this deliver better results for my clients? Mm -hmm. Will this deliver better results for the clientele that I'm serving? The answer is no, pointless. Pointless, right? You're here to deliver a, a result, to get clients results, whatever those results may be. Sure. And if the answer is no, well, then there you go. So you don't believe in it and you don't get results with it, then it's really like, don't let the door hit you on the butt on the way out the door, are right? The, are there any things, yeah, how about it? Are there any things to touch on that? Because we constantly talk about the client experience, not only being about the client result. So are there things that you may bring into a facility that will benefit the client experience? Oh, yeah. But that doesn't directly... You know, yeah. so that might be something that we want to mention, right? Lighting, music, things like this, that maybe it does make sense to bring something new or change something in your facility, yep. but it doesn't directly impact that result. That's a great point. Yeah. So a new sound system could be, I mean, this is the things that you bring in. It could be anything, right? A new fan. Well, look right? at the light though. I mean, everybody's changing to the wild color lighting. You know, mm -hmm. the, the trend there is, is taken over. I mean, yep. a lot of our clients have done that. Sure. So obviously that isn't a direct necessarily impact to the result. But it's changing the entire experience for the client. Cool. Yeah, there and you go. Obviously, there's big. It's a big investment to go. Oh yeah. Rechange all the lighting of your facility. Yeah, so. Do you believe in this? So so Correct. okay. So let's just say. Well, let's get into the other two questions. Then we'll go back to each kind of specific example. Number three. The question. The third question I would ask is: Can we make money with this thing? Can we make more money? So a piece of equipment comes in, and you believe in it, and yeah, it'll get client results. But can I leverage that to sell more? Maybe, maybe not, right? Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe there's that one person that needs that one glute blaster <laughs> machine and, and that's the thing that's going to bring them into the facility and, and sell a new membership to that person. Then may maybe, but okay. So well, can we, do you believe in it? Mm -hmm. Will it deliver better client results or experience like you mentioned? Will it, can I sell it mm -hmm. or can I make money? Can you make money? Can I make money? Can we make money from this thing? And then the fourth one is, can we actually use this to sell? Can we sell this? Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. 
So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. So let's give some quick examples, right? Multi-level marketing-esque supplement guru comes in and says, hey, got this thing. It's two shakes a day and it's this whole nutrition plan. If you don't have a nutrition plan, so you're starting to entertain this person. Mm -hmm. Do I believe in this? Sure. That's the first question. Me, no. Any multi-level's gone. Just, sure. I shut the door. But let's say you do. Oh, yeah, I think shakes and protein, this is vegan. That's This works. Okay. I believe in it. Sure. Cool. All right. Will it get our clients better results? Well, if you have nothing and you go into something, maybe. Maybe. Sure. Okay. Maybe. Can we make money from that thing? Yeah, we probably can make money from that. Sure. If we bring in this new thing and we've got help selling it and everything. And can I sell the thing to my clients? Can I mm -hmm. sell it to them? Just having it believing in it, able to make money from it, and not able to actually sell it. There's trouble. There's trouble, yeah. right? So now you got more overhead or more mm -hmm. expense. So those are the questions I ask. And hopefully you're going through the same process when you're like presented with things, because again, it happens all <laughs> the time. We got some weird like bendy bar out there that somebody brought in. I said, he said, I want you to, you know, I'd love to sell this to you. I was like, you can leave it here. It's just been sitting in the corner sure. getting dust, right? Yeah. You don't even use it, right? <laughs> Yeah, we're not going to buy it because what is it, mm -hmm. right? So be careful. This is a, again, from the lens of our foundation of mission on this podcast, we're trying to help gym owners win. Mm -hmm. This is a tool that you should put in your brain cells and say, hey, these are the four questions I need to ask every single time I'm presented with something. Do I believe in it? Can we get better results from our clients? Can we make money from it? And if we can, can we sell it, actually like sell these products, yeah. sell the things to our clients? So, And that's a big part. I mean, equipment is a big one. Right. Because shiny ball syndrome. I mean, as a gym owner, you want to be able to provide something new and exciting for your, your clientele. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, is it a business investment? Is it going to move the needle? Is it going to increase the effectiveness of what you're doing? Mm -hmm. and that's really what it comes down to. It's not always it's just not all about bells and whistles and having everything at your fingertips. Yep, It's about yep. leverage. Yeah. And if you can, if it fits the first three and you can't sell it, that's even that's tough. Right. Mm -hmm. So you believe in it. You can make money from it. It's going to get client results, but you can't sell it. You got to think about all these things. So, and I've gone down that road, right? I've hooked up with supplement companies in the old space where private label and we thought we, this, we believe in these things. Sure. We actually, they had a huge list and we settled on maybe like eight or nine different products we believed yeah, in. Yeah, remember. We believed in them. They're going to get our clients better results. I actually went to the lab, right, down yeah. in Tempe and I went and walked and saw all the products and everything and how they tested it. White coats. Yeah, it was good. Like we, okay, we did our due diligence there, right? Okay, cool. It's going to get our clients better results. Yeah, we can make some money from it. And then 
we dropped the ball and that's really, I take ownership. We couldn't sell it to our clients because we started off hot and heavy and people were buying it. And then we just slowly let the gas, let, yeah, let off sure. the gas. And then we just ended up sitting on products. Mm-hmm. You got to integrate it, right? It's got to be part of the conversation. Amazing. And that should be a conversation you have with every service in your business. Mm-hmm. You need to make sure that clients are exposed to every single thing that you have to offer. And it has to be part of the conversation. Otherwise, you're going to end up with things like that sitting on a shelf yep. or product. You know, I mean, even normal, any supplement. Yeah. Stuff doesn't fly off shelf. People don't just go out of their way to go purchase something, especially in a fitness facility. Yeah, you, you got to push it. Yeah. And they're coming to you as the, the resident expert, right? You should be suggesting the, these things and mm-hmm. make it part of the culture. When you bake it all in as, as kind of like a non-negotiable, you know, these are our beliefs. Yes. Yeah. Share your beliefs with your clients. Now they understand and, and they're more likely to go purchase that. And going back to the podcast with Frank Nash, he, this is, he talked about the edge, that, that mm-hmm. personal training company in the Northeast. And they, this is just part of the quota of the coaches and they have to push the products because they all believe in it. And this is the thing of the core value of the company. We failed here on that level because the supplements would just sit there. And mm-hmm. we just, you know, because because we didn't have the full buy-in from coaches at the time, and and we that's where we dropped the ball. I think we we went through the filter of those four questions at that time. We did our due diligence. We made sure this was a right fit mm-hmm. for us, and it was, and it still is. But at the time, it was we couldn't sell it. It was so execution of it. Execution of it, yeah. Back when we we didn't really know what we were doing as much. <laughs> I mean, sure. we started off great. Mm-hmm. We were everybody had. You well, know. and some of those things are exciting, but that's something to shine light on too, right? When when you bring something new in, it's going to be that shiny ball for everybody. Yep. So maybe not make the decision about it knowing that everyone's going to be excited. Yep. You know, think about it a year from now. Is that still going to produce a result for our clients? Are you still going to be able to sell it in the long term? Yep. Because that bubble's going to burst. And when that bubble bursts, are you sitting on something? Or is it actually going to be providing that result? So let's talk about when we first moved over into this new space. We had the, the room we're in now actually was designed to be the spin and yoga mm-hmm. section of the gym. And so when we made the decision, number one, do we believe in it? Yeah, that was probably where we dropped the ball. Do I believe in having fun cardio-based workouts? Yeah. Sure. Did, did I see the trend of soul cycle in these flywheel places at the time taking off and thinking me i didn't want to lose clients and we brought the spin in for that mm-hmm. yeah so that was can we get better results yeah if they're doing more instead of less then technically yeah this would be something that they can get better results from can we make money from it yeah we could add it as a service mm-hmm. and we did yep and can we sell it and our clients were asking for these particular things they were asking for it. We did surveys. Yeah. We gave them a list of like 25 things and, you know, and then we opened, like we left a little paragraph thing they can, before we moved over and we were designing a new space. Number spin was number one and yoga was number two. So we did it. Absolutely. We brought yeah. it over here. And over time, those classes got smaller and smaller and smaller. And then I, one day it just hit me like, you know what? This isn't us. This isn't our core belief that spin isn't really what we're all about. And we got rid of it. Yeah. And, I remember that. And we yeah. made a bad decision. Well, and it was a lesson learned. And through that progression, though, mm-hmm. that, that probably helped solidify that, those filters and those questions. And yep. and now you're probably a little bit more rigorous in that Oh yeah. before allowing some, making a decision. Then we had this independent coach coming in from, I don't know, some other, I don't really remember, but she was all about Zumba, right? She comes yeah. in, she's like, yeah, Zumba's the new craze. We can get all these people in here. We'll promote it. Think about this. As a gym owner that looking for more clients, you have some person that's willing to promote Zumba, bring Zumba into your place, do this, do that, bring all these clients in. 
And the first question I asked, do I believe in this? And absolutely do not believe in Zumba. I didn't even entertain the conversation after that first meeting. I was like, no, this isn't for us. Yeah. So that's how I got rid of that. Mm -hmm. But we have, this is happening daily to the people listening to the podcast. They're getting these opportunities to come in and have things into their facility because everybody wants a piece. Mm -hmm. And I know for a fact, everybody wants a piece of that multi-level game, right? Your clients, the first thing that goes through their head when they're being pitched from their friends and family is I go to this gym, I can go talk to the gym owner and I can get everybody in the gym on under Oh, me. guaranteed. That's yeah. the first thing. Guaranteed. So boom, they're coming in hot and heavy and you get it on Facebook and Instagram, right? These direct messages. Oh yeah. No value, just a copy and paste pitch. So just <laughs> those are the four questions. I wanted to arm everybody today with those four questions. Those are the questions that we use to filter when there's things to bring in or not bring into the facility. Do you believe in it? Will it deliver better results or a better experience for our clientele? Can we make money? And can we actually sell the thing? Yeah, there you go. And those are the four questions. If any of those are no, don't do it. If they're all yeses, then you might consider it. Sure. And that's the way, that's how it should be said. It's a, it's a consideration when it does answer all, it checks all yeah. those boxes. It's not a yes necessarily. It doesn't mean you have to bring it in, mm -hmm. but that's when you entertain the idea. Correct. And if it doesn't get to that point, guys, Shut you the know, door, yeah. hang up and the do phone. Your, do yourself, like, it might be exciting. You might want it to come in. You might believe in it, but if you can't sell it and you can't monetize it and you're you're paying money out the door for it, it's not a business decision now. Mm. You're buying something because you're just, you want it. Yeah, <laughs> emotional not, buy. Yeah, an yeah. emotional buy. So don't, don't get caught there. Make sure that you're making the right decisions from a business standpoint. Perfect. All right, put that in your toolbox and use it. Use the filter, guys. Until next time, we'll see you on the next episode. Keep changing lives. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you have any questions that you'd like us to answer raw and uncut on the podcast? All you got to do is three simple things. Number one, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review. Number two, in that review, go ahead and leave us a question on anything you want us to answer. And number three, if you'd like us to give you a shout out, just go ahead and leave your handle right there in the review and we'll make sure to do that on the next episode. That's all. All you got to do then is then listen to hear your questions answered live, raw, and uncut. Join us next time on the Built to Grow podcast. Keep building something great. Bye.